millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. This morning, Queensland's border falls. Sydney and Melbourne residents now allowed into the Sunshine State after months of being shut out. Weather warning, temperatures to soar in New South Wales and Queensland. How hot it will get and where. Not backing down, China refuses to apologise for an extraordinary attack on Australian soldiers. Tensions now at breaking point. And White Island justice, charges laid over allegations of negligence in New Zealand's volcano disaster. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. After 250 days, Queensland's hard border has come down, allowing everyone from New South Wales and Victoria back in. Barricades came down slowly as the travel rules were relaxed overnight. Authorities are warning of delays at the border and busy scenes at airports, with thousands of people expected to head north to be reunited with their loved ones. Very excited. I said, oh, I think I'll be in a bit of shock too, you know, that I'm finally, I'm finally here. It was very difficult and, um, yeah, we feel like we've earned the right to come now. Almost a 1,000 flights are scheduled from Sydney and Melbourne to Queensland this month. However, the Sunshine State will remain closed to Adelaide for at least another week. Temperatures are set to soar in Sydney and across New South Wales in a blistering start to summer. While the city will reach 29 degrees, it will be much hotter in the western suburbs. Penrith is expected to reach 41 degrees, Richmond 40, Parramatta 35 and Campbelltown 36. In Burke, it will reach a sweltering 48 degrees, while the Weather Bureau predicts it will be 47 in Walgett and in Ningen. Along with extreme heat, gusty winds are forecast, creating dangerous fire conditions. Total fire bans are in place for large parts of the state. Queensland is also set to heat up. It will be 36 in Ipswich today, 43 in Gundawindi, 44 at Julia Creek, 46 at Cunnamulla and 46 in Birdsville. Fire crews will be on alert in the hottest areas with severe danger ratings issued. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has blasted China after a doctored image of an Australian soldier with a knife to the throat of an Afghan child was published. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. The PM says China should be totally ashamed. 
Yes, Jody. He's also demanded an immediate apology from Beijing, labelling the social media post repugnant and appalling. The tweet from the deputy director of the Chinese Foreign Ministry shows a smiling Australian soldier holding a knife to the throat of an Afghan child, their face covered in an Australian flag and clutching a lamb. It's accompanied by the caption, shocked by murder of Afghan civilians and prisoners by Australian soldiers. We strongly condemn such acts and call for holding them accountable. Now, clearly, that's a reference to the recent investigation into allegations Australian Special Forces soldiers unlawfully killed 39 Afghan civilians. The Post has outraged the Prime Minister and plunged the relationship with China to a new low. Is truly repugnant. It is utterly outrageous. And it cannot be justified on any basis whatsoever. The Chinese government should be totally ashamed. The post still has not been taken down, although Twitter has censored multiple replies to that image. Jody. OK, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. A 15-year-old boy is under police guard in hospital after a deadly stabbing attack in Melbourne's southeast. A 42-year-old woman was killed, while a 3-year-old girl and a woman in her 70s were badly injured at a home in Narry Warren. The older woman remains in hospital fighting for life. The toddler is in a stable condition. It's understood the victims and the alleged attacker are from the same family. A man has been charged with murdering his wife in their Western Sydney home. The body of a 42-year-old woman was found inside a Fairfield unit just after midday yesterday following a concern for welfare. Her husband was arrested at the scene and taken away for questioning. Police charged the 60-year-old overnight. He will face court today. The jury in the rape trial of NRL player Jack DeBellin has been discharged after they were unable to reach a verdict. DeBellin and friend Callan Sinclair are accused of raping a 19-year-old woman in Wollongong. We hope for a better result, but we'll be back to fight these charges. My client is maintaining his innocence. The pair may have to wait months for a potential retrial. DeBellin will remain sidelined by the NRL under its no-fault stand-down policy. Qantas has confirmed it's axing another 2,000 jobs with ground crew to be replaced by outsourced contractors. Unions which put in bids to do the work and save the jobs are furious and considering strike action in the lead up to Christmas. Locked in an epic battle for survival, Qantas says these 2,000 employees are the latest casualties in the war against coronavirus. Qantas is going to be a smaller airline for some time. Only last week, Qantas boss Alan Joyce was talking up the company's future. And we've had 18,000 of our people stood down. We're hoping to get more of them back to work by Christmas. Before this decision today to contract out these workers' jobs, Qantas was returning to break even and profit. It will save $103 million a year by outsourcing ground staff, including baggage handlers, pushback operators and cleaning staff. Workers at a total of 10 airports around Australia are set to be sacked. Leone says that decision has left her colleagues stunned. Everyone is just feeling empty, still up in the air because we don't have an end date. First flag back in August, Qantas invited employees to bid in the process. Accounting giant EY overseeing their offer. Unions thought they had it in the bag, but Qantas says they weren't cheap enough. The union doesn't buy Qantas's argument blaming the pandemic, saying that all these workers are on JobKeeper, which doesn't run out until March next year. It'll now consider all legal avenues, including baggage handlers, striking, 
at Christmas. If that happens, Qantas says it has plans in place to keep flying. Layoffs will start in the new year. Evan Batten, 7 News. More than a dozen criminal charges have now been laid over the White Island volcano disaster. Almost one year to the day after the eruption, New Zealand authorities are holding companies responsible for the lead-up to the tragedy, which claimed 17 Australian lives. December 9, 2019. No, no, no. 22 lives, including 17 Australians, gone as White Island erupted. This deeply tragic event was unexpected. But that does not mean it was unforeseeable. Almost one year on, the biggest WorkSafe investigation in New Zealand's history is complete. We have concluded that 13 parties did not meet their obligations. Ten companies facing near $1.5 million fines. Three executives charged two. They could be fined more than $280,000 each for failing to ensure the health and safety of the 47 on White Island, including Brian Dallow's son, Gavin. Well, it's not going to bring him back, is it? So I'm not too sure of things. Um, I think that somebody should be held to account. Among them, the agency responsible for monitoring White Island activity, the danger alert raised only weeks before, the country's emergency management agency and a helicopter company still running tours. There's already an Australian lawsuit against the cruise line which facilitated day trips. The locals said that people should have never from the ship should have never been visiting. Investigations into the rescue and recovery are ongoing. Two bodies were never found and no one's returned to White Island since. The first court hearing is December 15. Australian families hope to be there. Emma Dallimore, 7 News. Water restrictions in Sydney, the Blue Mountains and the Illawarra will be lifted today as summer begins. Those areas have been at level one water restrictions since the beginning of March. From today, those rules no longer apply, replaced with common sense guidelines. Households and businesses are simply encouraged to avoid wasteful water usage. A truckie has repeatedly rammed another driver at a green light at Bankstown in Sydney's southwest. The 25-year-old was hit at least three times from behind last Friday before the truck driver sped away. Police are now investigating. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hollywood actor and movie producer Mark Wahlberg has flown into Sydney briefly, touching down at Mascot last night in a private jet along with his entourage. They were taken away for temperature checks before being allowed back on the plane. Wahlberg is believed to have flown on to Byron Bay, where he's now gone into quarantine. Some building sites in New South Wales could be shut down if the temperature hits 30 degrees under a new push from the construction union. But business leaders say the move would force the industry to grind to a halt over the summer months. It doesn't seem too realistic, does it? I mean, there's been people working in 30 degree um, heat for a long time. It doesn't seem excessive. Current heat policy allows construction workers to down tools if the temperature reaches 35 degrees. They're a handy appliance found in most kitchens, but we're now being urged to make sure microwave ovens are clean and in good condition. The concern is that warped doors or bad seals could leak dangerous radiation. Invisible radiation that legally should stay inside our microwave ovens. We're seeing microwave leakages all the time. They might pass the leakage tests when brand new, but in time, some models can fail badly. The Australian safety standard for microwave oven radiation leakage is a maximum of five milliwatts per square centimetre. Technician Jared Goulding, conducting tests mainly in the workplace, is finding levels way above that limit. We're seeing microwaves leaking from two to three times the safe levels. The culprits, units not properly maintained, with warped doors, loose or broken latches and clogged seals. We'll see uh, glass that will be broken. We've got food that's on the seals. Microwaves non-ionic radiation isn't a cancer risk, but it could cause burns. People that are most at risk are pregnant women or children because they're a lot closer proximity to the microwave. There's no need to have your microwave oven professionally tested if you properly maintain it. So clean the seals and interior after each use. Check the door and hinges close smoothly and no part is corroded. Helen Wellings, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is falling this morning. The Nasdaq is as well. In London, the FTSE lost ground and so did Germany's DAX. There were similar scenes on the markets closer to home. Japan's Nikkei and Hong Kong's Hang Seng both closed lower. So did the All Lords and the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,785 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 45 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.5 US cents, close to 77 Japanese yen and a dollar for New Zealand. Police are investigating the doctor who cared for Diego Maradona, searching his home and office following the soccer star's sudden death. They're looking at the treatment and drugs prescribed to the 60-year-old after two of Maradona's daughters raised concerns about a so-called cocktail of pills he'd been taking after brain surgery. In his own teary news conference, the doctor called himself a scapegoat, saying he did nothing wrong with a patient who wouldn't take any directives. A brightly burning meteor has been caught on camera in Japan. The fireball can be seen through the clouds for a few seconds before it exploded, lighting up the night sky. A similarly bright shooting star was seen in the sky above Tokyo earlier this year. 
One of the world's most promising coronavirus vaccines is set to be fast-tracked, rolled out across the US sooner than expected as the virus crisis spirals out of control. US correspondent David Woywood is live. Good morning, David. Moderna is pushing for emergency approval of its new drug in the US and in Europe. Uh, morning, Jody. Yes, Moderna will make that application today. It's for a vaccine the company says is 94% effective against coronavirus. Now, if successful, the company says it'll roll that vaccine out sometime between December 17 and Christmas. That is when the Food and Drug Administration will meet to assess this application. Good news too, though, for Australia, we'll have the potential to purchase this new vaccine through the international COVAX agreement. But uh, here in America, America, a country ravaged by COVID-19. A vaccine cannot come soon enough and the first of those 20 million doses could be rolled out within 24 hours of approval. We have worked very closely with Operation Warp Speed and as we said, you know, we should have uh, up to 20 million doses by the end of the year. So as soon as we get approval, uh, General Perna and his teams are going to get hold of a vaccine we have and start shipping it in the country. Uh, his goal is to vaccinate Americans within 24 hours from approval. Promising news there. Moderna is just behind Pfizer in seeking to start those vaccinations this month. Jody. OK, David Woodward, thank you. Australian coach Justin Langer says David Warner is extremely doubtful to line up for the first test against India. Australia have confirmed Warner will miss the final one day and three T20s against India after injuring his groin against India on Sunday night. He now has 16 days to prove his fitness before the test summer begins. If Warner doesn't overcome the strain, rising star Will Pukowski would likely make his test debut. Pat Cummins will be rested for the remaining remaining white ball matches. James O'Connor's back to finish a year of growth for the Wallabies against Argentina at Bankwest Stadium on Saturday night. Knee and foot injuries interrupted the former problem child's transition as Australia's new fly half. I by no means feel like my game is complete, but I'm at the level where I'm really starting to see space in a different way now. They know winning by 101 to take the Tri-Nations trophy from the All Blacks is unrealistic, but the Wallabies say it's must-win to set up their future. Former West Tigers star Benji Marshall could be on his way out of the NRL on a record deal. The Kiwi International has reportedly been offered a one-year deal worth more than $700,000 by Super League club Hull FC. If Marshall accepts the offer, it would mean he would become the equal highest earning player in the league alongside former Dragons playmaker Gareth Widdop. Melbourne Victory's hopes of Asian Champions League group qualification will come down to Friday's match with FC Seoul after the A-League side gave up a two-goal lead over tight team Chiang Rai United in their two-all draw in Qatar. Bruno Fornaroli hit a stunner for Perth Glory. In to the back of the net, Bruno Fornaroli has his first Champions League goal for Perth Glory. The Glory scored two free kicks against Shanghai Shenhua but couldn't maintain the lead, drawing three all. Perth can't qualify from the group stage. Pakistan's lonely elephant has arrived in his new home country of Cambodia after a 10-hour flight. 36-year-old bull elephant Karvan arrived on board a Russian cargo plane. His relocation was the culmination of years of campaigning by American singer Cher, who was on hand to greet him. After years in captivity in an Islamabad zoo, Karvan's new home will be a wildlife sanctuary in northwestern Cambodia. 
Taking a more detailed look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating showers and thunderstorms over northern and eastern WA, the Northern Territory, Western South Australia, northern and southern Queensland and northern New South Wales. It's also directing intense heat to the central and eastern interior. Around the capitals today, sunshine in Brisbane with a top of 32 degrees, Sydney windy and 29, Canberra 35 with a possible thunderstorm, Melbourne 27 windy with showers, Hobart windy with rain and 26, Adelaide 21 also windy there with showers, Perth mostly sunny and 24 and a possible thunderstorm 33 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday the 1st of December.